0: We hear those voices that belong to others in our internal dialogue, in moments of stress, or when we are about to do or say something that feels edgy for us, such as lending money to someone, or maybe asking someone for help with something important and personal. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you transform your communication. Because when you transform your communication, you transform your life and all your relationships. Thank you so much for being here, not just for being here with me, but also for your willingness to learn transformative communication tools that benefit your life and the life of all that come into contact with you. Last week in episode 78, I talked about making sure you follow the guidance of your inner voice, or else, You'll end up automatically being influenced by your communication habit, which, as I said in that episode, can lead us to experience the opposite of what we want. Then, in a transformative communication session with a new client this week, they shared what I've heard so many times from my clients and students that they hear many voices in their head, and that some of these voices express conflicting messages that leave them confused, torn, doubtful, or insecure. I'm sure you've had this experience too. So in this episode, I am going to teach you how to distinguish your inner wisdom voice from other voices you hear in your internal dialogue that are not very helpful. Let's start by acknowledging that in our inner dialogue, we have lots of internal voices, This is 100% common and completely natural for us humans. Now, some of these voices are ours and some of them are not. Some of these voices do belong to other people, such as our parents, caregivers, teachers, the authority figures of our childhood, our first language and communication teachers, as I like to call them. And some of these voices that belong to others Maybe be the voices of more recent or current people in our life, especially someone whose opinion matters to us. It could be a partner, a friend, a mentor, a client, a spiritual teacher, someone we follow on social media. When these voices belong to someone else, they usually give us messages related to rules to follow or quote-unquote correct ways of being and behaving. Sometimes they communicate solid beliefs about the world, about how things are or should be. Let me give you some examples from my own life and from my communication students and clients of messages we may hear in our internal dialogue but belong to others. And listen to the language of these messages. Your generosity will get you in trouble. You can't trust anybody outside this family. Who are you to speak up? You look ugly when you cry. Men don't cry. Don't embarrass yourself in front of everyone. As you heard these messages, can you recognize the language? The language was a directive, a rule, coming from someone with power or authority to direct or dictate our behavior or way of being. And when these voices appear in our internal dialogue, what I found again and again with myself and the lovely people I coach is that these messages come with body sensations of tightness and contraction. We hear those voices that belong to others in our internal dialogue in moments of stress or when we are about to do or say something that feels edgy for us, such as, lending money to someone, or maybe asking someone for help with something important and personal, standing up for what we believe, speaking up to defend someone who's received a microaggression or some kind of bigotry, or sharing with others about our aching hearts, or maybe going beyond the limits, like accomplishing something that our family of origin Or that authority figure had not been able to experience or accomplish when we were a child. Now, these voices that belong to someone else are not our intuition, our essential voice, or our wisdom voice. So, when you are listening to your inner dialogue, pay attention to these two indicators to find out whether this inner voice is yours or not. If the language has content about how you should be, How you should behave, or how the world is or should be, and you feel tightness and contraction, that voice is likely to belong to somebody else. And unlike the voices that belong to somebody else, our inner wisdom voice is usually accompanied by different body sensations. There could be a sense of expansion relaxation, and letting go like an internal sigh. Or there could also be a vibrant quality, some kind of pleasant energy. This is because our inner wisdom voice usually has deeper messages for us that go beyond a rule about behaviors or a quote-unquote correct way of being. Our inner wisdom voice Tells us about deep needs and precious longings. It says things such as, I need love and affection. Or, I would like to learn to trust myself and be confident. Or, it's time for a big change. Or, I long to have healthy and meaningful relationships in my life. Can you hear how different the language and the quality of these messages are? And how they're not related to how to be, but rather to a deep wish, a longing, an expression of the heart, I bet you can. If you'd like to learn to start to distinguish your own inner wisdom voice from the other inner voices you hear in your internal dialogue that belong to others, then number one, notice the content of the message. And number two, notice the sensation in your body. If after noticing these, you're still unsure, then do one of the things I guide my transformative communication coaching clients to do. Close your eyes and hear the specific message again and again and again. You may even imagine that you have access to its volume control and increase the volume a bit so that you can hear some of the characteristics of this inner voice. Then you can ask yourself, does it sound like your voice? Who does this voice sound like? That question is very helpful to find out who that voice belongs to. I'd love to know how this goes for you. You know that I love hearing from you. If you are on my mailing list, then you have access to my email, so you can email me directly. And if you aren't, it's very easy to sign up. You go to languagealchemy.com and sign up to receive my newsletters every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, I send you a personal story of something I'm working with or thinking about in terms of communication and offer a transformative communication tool you can put into practice right away. I'm going to add the link to the show notes so you can get that benefit and sign up to my newsletter. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode, we talked about distinguishing your inner wisdom voice from the other voices you hear in your internal dialogue that belong to others. I described characteristics of these voices in terms of their content, as well as the kind of body sensations these voices evoke. And finally, I gave you one more tool to find out whether this is your inner wisdom voice talking or someone else's voice. Now, in the next episode, I am going to teach you seven ways to connect to your inner wisdom voice so that you can follow its powerful guidance. I hope you tune in next week. Before you go, don't forget to sign up to my mailing list and receive transformative communication tools every week that you can put into practice right away. To sign up, go to languagealchemy.com. Thank you so much for listening. May you distinguish and find your inner wisdom voice. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapau. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.